0: I had prayed before finding out I had cancer that uh, God would show me something, make some change in my life. And so I prayed that something would happen for a change. And this is where you have to be careful what you pray for. <laughs> there were days I would come home, cause I, I worked through the whole chemotherapy. It was important for me to do something. Um, there were days I would come home and I would fall asleep on the couch and Darren would wake me up and he'd be like, come on, we're going out there. <laughs> he was super supportive and he always knew like He always knew if I needed to sleep or if it was just like get out there and do something. And I always was very thankful after that he was there. He took me to every chemotherapy treatment. He was my coach. He was my nurse. He was, I mean, he cooked for us. He meal prepped for us. We were talking the other day about all of this and how my cancer diagnosis and everything that we've been through, he said he felt like it made him, it taught him how to love. And I I just feel like when he said that, And I have seen such a huge difference in him. If this is what I had to go through to teach him that and to bring us where we are, it was it was worth it.
1: You're listening to the Forging Fury podcast, a show dedicated to bettering lives through fitness, nutrition and inspiring
2: stories from athletes of every stripe.
1: This episode is brought to you by Modern Day Midwife, encouraging active pregnancies, supporting empowered birth, and growing strong, healthy families. For information or to set up an appointment, contact Tracy Burns by visiting moderndaymidwife.com. What's going on, sweet people? This is Coach Riley, and today on the Forging Fury podcast with me and my best friend, Michael Gray, we have a friend, Sarah Eunice. What is going on, Sarah Eunice? Hi. Yeah, so Sarah is actually a relatively new member, but she's got a hell of a story that we want to tell you guys. So um, Michael, I think you you had some social media post up about Sarah. Let's let's kind of go back on that if you haven't yeah. seen it.
2: I, I first met Sarah and her husband, Darren, actually... Uh, for Fury 911, which for us during recording was last weekend. And uh, I was doing the scale competition with, with Hannah Wilt. What's up, Hannah? Hannah. And uh, they were in the same spot where we worked out, but they were one round before us. And I was like, these people are killing it. And Peter came up to me and said, hey, she's got a little bit of a story. And whenever I heard that story, I was like, man, I, I definitely want to put this on the podcast and make this something that other people can hear too. Well,
1: I didn't know at all. Like before, like Sarah, like before today or like two days ago, like I didn't even know Sarah had been to my classes a couple of times. And like, I mean, she just. Kills it like a normal, like kills it. Like I was just like, well, she's another fit person. Like no big deal. But Sarah's got a really dope story. Yeah. She's
2: a long-term drop in. How long have you been coming here?
0: Um, five weeks now.
1: Five weeks. Okay. How's it it been so far? It's
0: been awesome. You've been liking it. Mm -hmm. Cool. I love it here.
1: All right. We're not paying you to say that either. No. (laughs) Takes $5. (laughs) So Sarah was, well, she'll get into it, but she actually is not, she doesn't have a box back home where she's from. No. So, and again, where are you from?
0: I'm from Coos Bay, Oregon Coos Bay. Coast. I have
1: no idea where that is.
0: It's it's right on the coast. Okay. Uh, lots of like rain
2: Go- Goonies land, like around, um, there. it's oh. actually pretty
0: much south of there. Okay. It's, nice. Yeah. I love the It's about six hours south of where Astoria. the pilots crashed. <laughs> exactly.
1: Stuff. Uh, yes. what's, what's junk the guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Slop>. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, Sarah, what we want to know is kind of just give us a brief overview of what's been going on and like, tell us your story. Like it is a great story from what I've understood and we just want to impart this wisdom on some of these folks
0: well i'm down here getting um treatment for breast cancer. Um, I was diagnosed in June of two thousand eighteen and uh, so far i've been through i finished chemotherapy I did about twelve weeks of that and um in december i it was actually Four months ago, yesterday, I wow. had my bilateral mastectomy and uh, sentinel node biopsy, which is removal of some lymph nodes.
1: Okay. You're, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know a lot of terminology. Yes. So like maybe help help us out there. So
0: bilateral mastectomy, mm-hmm. I had both my breasts removed. Okay. Um, and then the sentinel node biopsy is... Uh, so my cancer was invasive which means it was outside of where it was
2: supposed to be mm-hmm. um it like was it in had my, traveled from the lymph nodes to the rest of your yeah body. it had
0: traveled from my breast into the lymph nodes of my armpit okay. so um luckily it didn't go any further than that um so that's and then after chemotherapy they we do the surgery and she removed 11 lymph nodes from my armpit Um, and after that it was, they found my tumor in my breast had shrunk to two millimeters. It was pretty big to start out with. Um, I think they said it was like two inches. It was like most of my breast Mm -hmm. and, um, the, the lymph nodes in my armpit had, um, there was one or two of the lymph nodes that did still have cancer in them. So when you, when you don't, hundred percent react to chemotherapy that's when they do um radiation mm.
2: now you did chemo
1: back in oregon is that right yes okay. i did mm-hmm. and so
2: you're down here at the cancer treatment centers of america which is right like less than a mile yeah from here. i run
1: by it all the time like yeah. i actually like run run by that yeah. wave and yeah. so
2: you're down here for your radiation for that mm-hmm. okay and yeah. you came down a, a month ago is that right
0: uh five weeks ago five, five weeks
1: ago yeah okay So tell us about, since you've been in Phoenix, like, so tell us a day, what's a day look like for you like right now?
0: Well, so the radiation appointments only last like 15 minutes and, but they're every single day. So that's why I had to stay down here. Um, I was lucky, lucky enough to be able to, um, bring my work with me. Mm -hmm. So I will go to treatment in the morning and I usually just stay there, plug my computer in, in the cafeteria and work for a couple hours. What do you
1: do? If you don't mind me asking.
0: I manage, um, nine dental practices. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So, um, I was given a lot of projects while I was down here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Keeping you busy. Yes. But, um, it's been nice cause I don't know what I would do if, if I, you know, just with all that
2: free time. Mm. So you're here 24 hours a day for 15 minutes a day, like for Yep. just for that 15 minutes, you've got to be here mm-hmm. and, um, that, and you're not here with your family. You, no.
0: Um, uh, my husband's home. He stayed home. Um, he got to come down for uh, the competition. Um, Kind of a side note. My son had decided to go to school uh, before I knew I was coming to treatment here. And what the school he chose was the one in Avondale. Nice. And um, so my husband came down. My husband and I came down here for my first appointment. We were riding our bikes around. And I was like, wait, Avondale's right there. And we rode our, our bikes to the apartment that yeah. he was choosing. So it's like just a couple miles from here. <laughs> nice. So I got to um, move down here with him. Nice. Uh, we drove down here together in his car, and then he went back home and came down with his girlfriend. And nice. so I've had him and his girlfriend here while I've been here. So that's
1: good. Tell us the names of your son and his girlfriend, and we'll give him a special shout out. Yes. M-
2: Michael. Michael. <laughs> that's a great song. name. <laughs> uh, she didn't say Mike. Did you hear that? Yeah, he must be <laughs> a yes. handsome devil. Yeah, that's right. Right. Michael. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Michael Button, he's my oldest. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay James is his. Lindsey, hello, Lindsay. Wonderful wife to be. Wow! Congratulations! Uh, congratulations. Yes. Yes. You got a daughter. Another yes. daughter. Yeah, And then uh, I have a younger son. Okay. That's, so what's here today this
1: morning? Or was mm-hmm. that was that? No, that older? was my older one. Okay, cool. That's who's that's at Michael. school here. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Yeah, and then my other one, Matthew. He's in D.C.
1: D.C. Cool. So tell us a little bit about your like family life. I know it's got a, it's a little interesting.
0: So uh, my husband and I married. I don't know the year we were married for about eight years Wow! and um, he has three daughters and I have my two sons and they're all within a year of each other. The Brady bunch. Yes. (laughs) All all five are within a year. All five are within a year. So we have um, Campbell's the youngest who is now 17. Kaylee is 18. My, my son Matthew's 18 as well. Um, Michael is 19 and Kezia is tw- I think she's twenty one now. How does
1: that work? Do they get along pretty well? um Yes so <laughs> well they're older adults now right? like they always, not kids anymore. yeah,
0: they always got along really well. Um, I think we had a really good home life um we balanced everything with them uh it was it was a lot of work with five kids and they I can all, only imagine I can't yeah. even take care of myself. <laughs> they all played sports. my husband coached sports. I coached once or twice. I'm not really athletic. <laughs> But um,
2: you weren't then. You are now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I never ever considered myself an athlete. But um, so anyways, until now, yeah. So we were we were married for about eight years. All of our kids became teenagers, and life became really hard. It's a lot of hormones. Uh, yes. Yeah, it including is. your
1: own hormones. Yeah, yes. and
0: I think when your kids become teenagers, it's you know there's this balance that you know they try to put parents against each other and mm. um it's just really hard. And then when you have split family or a mixed family Mm. where he has his kids and I have mine, um, that just really radiated in our home and it was, it was really hard. And we ended up actually separating and, um, we got divorced (laughs) for about two years. Um, so right around the time that we separated, um, my son had had knee surgery. My younger son had knee surgery and, um, this is going to kind of get into where I started CrossFit. Yeah. So he had knee surgery. He wrestled since he was in fifth grade and he was a freshman at this time. And he could not wait to get into high school and do high school wrestling because he was really good at it and he loved it. And uh, he twisted his knee at the beach and had to have surgery. And that kind of took him away from wrestling. Wow. don't um, do it. Yeah. So I had heard of the gym in our town
1: and... Um, you want to give him a shout out? Are they so it's not a CrossFit gym anymore. We'll still talk about it. (laughs) It's a shipyard. The shipyard in Coos Bay. They got you started. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: um I had heard of that and I didn't really know anything about CrossFit. I just, you know, told him we went we went to one of the Saturdays where you can bring a friend and we liked it and he wouldn't go without me. So I said, Okay, well, we'll sign up and he wanted to go to the five thirty AM class.
1: Whew. We've talked about this on a previous episode. If you go to five AM or five thirty or anything below eight o'clock, you are a special type yeah. of human. I, yeah.
0: I'm not a morning person. No, me. Either. And so for two years my son woke me up at five o'clock every morning Wow. And we went, went to the It was box. you and your son. That's it's mm-hmm. like
1: you and your son saying, that's really cool.
2: Yeah. And you went there to support him because he, I, couldn't, he yeah. couldn't be athletic in the way he wanted to. Mm. So this is what right. you were doing. To yeah. Support him. I wanted
0: him to have something to do. I didn't want him to not, cause sports are really important to stay fit oh, yeah.
1: and you're going to school. When and you're a kid. Yeah. That's, it keeps you in line.
0: Yeah. So
2: I you, I, you fell in love with the two though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Little> I did. <laughs> did you know what you were
1: doing? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we went, um, I think I, I did it for maybe six months and we just went to the three three days a week every mm. other day and
1: do you remember your first workout uh,
0: i don't remember what it is but they do an on-ramp there yeah, where she has to we've talked about this yeah, on an she has to, um, yeah. teach you all the movements so the first workout i can't remember what it is but you it times you and then you mm. do the same one at the end and i remember the first day we went was super fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and Wednesday comes around for the second class and Matthew and I like we can I can't lift my arms. They're so <laughs> sore. And right. we're just like we're walking in and we're like, "Oh my gosh, how can we even possibly work out? We're mm. so sore." And we get in there and there's all the people waiting in the lobby area and everyone in there is like I don't know how we're going to do anything today. <laughs> but you were in it together, though. We're so yeah. sore. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was, uh, Once you start, you don't even think mm, about the pain. Definitely. So.
1: <laughs> so you got started at this gym in Oregon. And so, and what year was this? Uh,
0: 2015, okay. I'm okay. going to say. So, nice. yeah. Um,
2: and you'd been separated with your husband by this point. Very
0: short. I started like the month that we were separating. Oh, okay. So, um, we did that for a couple months and I, we remained friends. My, yeah. my husband and I and he saw the change that it made in me and my son. Um, because prior to, you know, going through our divorce, I was like really stressed out and I was taking like anxiety medication and it was, it was really bad. And, um, I think the first month I started, I quit taking any medication. I was taking one medication, but I quit taking that and it just my whole, everything changes Mm. like not just physically, but mentally. Sure. Um, so he saw the change in us and he decided that he was going to start. And just a kind of story about my husband. He, uh, he was injured in the army and had several back surgeries. And the whole time I ever knew him, he was in chronic pain. Um, never did anything athletic other than maybe going golfing and he would pay for that pretty mad, pretty bad. You know, after that, sure. um, he would walk, uh, we'd go for walks and stuff, but there was nothing, you know, major that he could do cause he was always in so much pain. So, right. um, and you saw him now. I mean, it's, yeah, he was killing it. Know that. He, yeah, never he's gone. Yeah. He's done a couple competitions and he, you know, he can, he's right up there with, uh, doing, he's done some co-ed competitions with people yeah. and they've won first place and wow, they did a competition at the box where we were at and he won first place one year for that awesome. it's, it's crazy it yeah. was, it's crazy it was to
1: see like what crossfit does for different people like like what's it what what it brings them through like this this medium that has been created like getting people through like injuries like through the military or like people with like illnesses like this medium is, is potentially like to see what it does for people is just mind-blowing sometimes like this this thing that we do every day like gets people through so many crazy things like it's, yeah. it, it blows my mind sometimes.
0: I think I drive people crazy because any anytime somebody comes to me and they're like you know oh my back hurts or mm. oh I don't feel good or I'm depressed or it's like CrossFit yeah, you got to right? do CrossFit exactly CrossFit. You gotta go to CrossFit CrossFit
2: has this uh, this image that it it's out to injure people mm-hmm. basically yeah. you know you come in healthy and then you get injured in CrossFit but I've seen so many stories that are the opposite you know you come in injured and a good coach will walk you through how, how do you approach CrossFit with your particular injury? You get stronger everywhere else. And then the injury mm. you had,
1: you know, I tell fades, people fades what's away. really dangerous is being unhealthy, right? Being fat. And that's usually is really what most unhealthy. injuries are yes. from. Like that's from being that's dangerous. That's no. dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. So he noticed a change in
2: you and mm-hmm. he, so he decided to join CrossFit too. Did he join the same? Place same box. Got? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so we, they have
0: different classes, so perfect. we didn't really see each other that much, but, um, like every once in a while he'd come in in a class after us and
1: I'm know, feeling so. like this might be like the first CrossFit <laughs> romance story. Like this might be like a potential movie CrossFit needs to pick up. Right. This sounds like a good one.
0: Yes. Well, I could, de- I could definitely say that we probably would have never gotten back together if wow. it wasn't, wasn't for our experience, That's you know, awesome. the, the, what the changes that it made. So in both it of made us.
1: different changes in both of you, which made you better partners for each other. Mm-hmm. God, oh, so, that's already yeah. got me crying, dude. <laughs> you were full on
2: divorce. Like you weren't just separated. No, we
1: were divorced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Separated
2: yeah. then divorced mm-hmm. and you got back together. Yes.
1: CrossFit yeah. love story. How baby. That, how did that happen, baby. I want to know a little bit more about yeah. that.
0: Um, well, we I mean, won't, we, we we won't just, ask for any yeah. too personal well,
1: details, but like play some romantic
2: music. Yeah. Kind of this. <laughs>
0: it's a we maintained a friendship, um, throughout the whole thing. And, it was really hard for me to be friends with him because I, I loved him. Like I never wanted us to actually be divorced. Um, and there was a point where I just told him, you know, I, I, I don't, I can't be friends with you anymore. Um, this is, this isn't a friendship that I want to have. And I just completely cut it off. Right. And I think it took, I don't know how long I'm really bad with time, but I think it took maybe a month, two months. And he, he had come to me and, told me that he, he missed me and Ooh, man. He, um, he admitted a lot of things that were problems that needed to be fixed. And um, I think that's one thing when you get back together with somebody is kind of admitting, you know, these were my faults and
1: I want to fix them. and I feel like you're talking to me directly right now, Sarah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: She's looking at you. If you,
1: don't know <laughs> if you don't know my love life, this sounds really close.
0: Yeah. So.
2: It kind of started from scratch again. Huh? Yeah. We did. Yeah. And it, so cool. it was
0: amazing because... We had a past of, I mean, the problem with our marriage was that we held so many things in that bothered us. Mm. And like I had a lot of things that, you know, bothered me or that made me angry that I didn't like. And the same thing for him. And, we got back together and it just like disappeared. Do you it think CrossFit
1: cross had like maybe altered that communication a little bit? We keep trying to draw this It back. probably
0: did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your I mean,
2: frustration out on the barbells,
1: right? Well, for yes. me, it's hard for me to be upset about things when I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like yeah. the stuff that used to be such a big deal to me. Like if I'm really tired from working out or like, you know, have the good like endorphin dump from, from exercising, like, my, my mindset kind of shifts sometimes when, when I, I'm, when I'm on exercise, like yeah. when I'm on that, like it's the things that seem to be important, like are not important right. anymore. And it's like, I don't have that in me to fight or like even to be a better communicator. It, it's been good for me just for my mental mindset.
0: And the thing too is like we had worked out together because there were times that we would um, end up at the same class and um, we would end up kind of working out together. Mm. And my son was always there too. And he would, you know, bef- they lifted the same weights, So they'd be partners and stuff like that. And when you work out with somebody, I, th- there's a bond there. Oh yeah. Like you're, you're kicking butt. We call and it a swole mate. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he's definitely my soulmate.
1: Oh man, I told you this. I told Sarah before we started this that I'm definitely gonna cry. Yeah, (laughs) you're thinking of Aaron Cappuccino right now. Yeah, he's my soulmate. Shout out to Aaron Cappuccino, or Morgan Gregory, or Tyler Weddington.
2: Okay, so your your love life took off again, and your life was perfect from then on out, right? (laughs)
1: Yes, then actually happily ever after. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I consider it still perfect now. Yes, love it. Yeah. So, um, we got back together. Um, it was again, I'm really bad with time. I think six to nine months that we had been back together. Um, we weren't remarried. We didn't get remarried until just this last November.
1: Nice. Well, congratulations for the second time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, we were in Hawaii. I had been to my doctor, I don't know, like a month before that and, um, had, uh, the mammogram done. Mm. And she, I I had actually been to the doctor two years before this because I had a lump in my breast. Um, and I had a biopsy and they had called me and told me that, um, my original biopsy, they said that it was 80% clear. They wanted me to get a bigger biopsy at the time. This was like in between Darren and I being split up and I was just, it was me and my kids. And, um, I was like, okay. So the hospital called me to schedule and they're like, it's going to be $2,500 after my insurance. How are you going to pay for this? And wow. I was like, yeah, you know what? It was $2,500 for me for the first one. Yeah. I, I just said, you know, I'm good with 80%. Mm. And they said, okay, hung up and that was it.
1: Did, um, did, do you think that those two were connected or like the, what that previous biopsy was? Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
0: I, I ignored it. I I kind of yeah. let it go yeah. Um, for two years and the lump grew and, I just didn't think about it. Uh, And then I just uh, went to the doctor after Darren and I had gotten back together and she had gotten my records, called me while I was in Hawaii and she's like, yeah, you need to go in and Mm -hmm. get this looked at and kind of read to me what it was. Um, I got a much better explanation from her because this was a doctor from somewhere else. Um, And so I went home had a biopsy done and they, you know, tested it and told me that I had cancer. Mm. And so we went through a lot of more a lot more testing. Um there was a time frame where we knew that it had it was invasive meaning it was outside of my breast and we did a bunch of tests and had to wait about 3 weeks to find out wow. if it was outside of lymph nodes in my come armpit. on technology can we I know, can, can we cut weeks. that
1: down a little bit maybe like a d- three days come yeah. on technology yeah. I've been doing a lot of 5k's for cancer research i yeah. gonna <laughs> step your shit up
0: it all depends <laughs> on where you go too because we, we when we came here it was like next day mm. we had we had well, answers shout out to so. the cancer
1: center down the street that's yes. right they're the best that's why she's here
0: <laughs> yep
2: <laughs> now so you kind of got your relationship going back together and then. A cancer diagnosis comes down the pipeline and that usually is stressful. So you added a new stress to your, yes. your relationship.
0: Yep. Um, it was, it was pretty scary. Um, I think the scariest part was trying to find out whether it was stage three or stage four, because mm. there's a whole different, when it's stage four, you're basically just trying not to let it grow. Um, stage three, you have, you have a chance, you sure. know, that you can treat it and, and get rid of it and hope it doesn't come back. So that was a, that was probably the worst two or three weeks of my life
1: yeah I could only imagine um, we, we
0: just kind of went around in a it w- it was just like a a haze mm. um we didn't really know what to say didn't know what to do uh, so
1: we're really big into mindset and kind of like where our head is when certain things happen so when you get this news like what are your initial thoughts like where are you where are you at mentally I mean obviously it's pretty impactful
0: so I have a really strong faith um I, I did a lot of praying, mm. Darren and I both did, and I kind of gave it to God, ah. and I, I didn't want to worry too much about it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, because that just makes things worse. It does um, always. So once I found out that they let me know that it wasn't, it was stage three, it wasn't outside of where we didn't want it to so be. You got some good news. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I had I had like a complete mindset change. Um. I would say that previous to finding out I had cancer, um, you know, years leading up to that point, I suffered depression, Mm -hmm. not diagnosed, but I know inside, um, I had a lot of, yeah, I had a lot of issues with that. Um, it was really hard for me because my, both my sons were pretty much graduating and going away. And, um, I felt like my job was done. Mm. and i didn't know i was just was kind just of beginning. like yeah yeah wow. but i was just like i didn't know where i was going like what what do i do because i was a mom and mm. I, I that's what i did yeah. your purpose, almost and, like an
1: identity yeah, type crisis you're mm-hmm. like whoa, whoa. Yeah.
0: yeah and um i went through a lot of uh, there was a lot of times where i just wasn't wasn't happy and i i had prayed before finding out i had cancer that uh God would show me something, make some change in my life because mm. I wasn't necessarily living, you know, a hundred percent the way I wanted to either. Um, I'd say I drank a lot, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, just to kind of cope with mm. the feelings and stuff. And so I prayed that, something would happen for a change and this is where you have to be careful what you pray for yeah right was yeah. gonna say
1: oh
2: well you got it yeah. like, well, hold on a second I, I didn't pray for this come on i know maybe something different I, like a lottery win or something yeah. come on yeah
1: maybe you know got like a five dollar bill in my pocket or something like
2: that but well, you've yeah. been down this journey now maybe this is what you needed. Because it sounds like you, right. you've it's, had a t- yeah. ton of so, transformation so, yeah because yeah. when
0: i when i found out i was like okay you know what this is this is i have it's not a a death sentence. Mm. Um, there's, there's hope there. And you know, I did a lot of research and your attitude has a lot to do with totally. how you get through all of this. Oh, yeah.
1: If you think, if you think the treatment's going to work, it works. Yeah. If you have that so, negative mindset. It's tough.
0: Yeah. So I just, I mean, it just completely changed the depression that I had was like gone. <laughs> I, I even now, like, I don't, I don't know what hard thing I could go through that would make me sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this whole different, like, it's weird. It's hard to explain. Well, I have this piece. Yeah.
2: It well, is weird. Cause you'd be, you, you're dealing with depression and then you get a cancer diagnosis and you're like, all right, no longer depressed. Cause yeah. you can't be, cause you am just going to turn around. I'm going
0: to fight mission. this thing. All I'm going to get All of that stuff it. seems
1: insignificant now that yeah. I have mm-hmm. this new, yeah. new, new frame of uh, mind frame. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then I decided that I, I had looked up, um, I, like as soon as I knew everything, I was like, okay, I do CrossFit. I consider myself an athlete. I yeah. never have before. I'm a strong person. Oh, um, yeah. Can I do the? I mean, can I continue working out through treatment? So I I looked up online, um, CrossFit athletes that have gone through cancer, um, and I found a couple that I saw that had gone through cancer treatment, and I was like, okay, I can do this. And I decided at that time, I, I'm going to start recording my workouts and totally. just posting them on Instagram. Um, and if anybody sees it, I don't know how I'm going to do. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through. I don't, but I'm going to do this.
1: Where, where can these people follow you on Instagram? Really cool. Um, real, yeah, let me, so let's get you some followers.
0: I, it's just, my Instagram is my name. So okay. it's like Sarah and there's a couple underscores. Eunice.
1: I'm the only person that has a normal name. Instagram.
2: She's got three underscores though. Oh, okay. Sarah <laughs> yeah. underscore underscore. Oh, underscore. So yeah, maybe I need to
1: add some underscores of my name. Yeah. Like, they always joke that I have the worst Instagram oh, handle. Like I don't funny. have something cool. <laughs>
2: no, but, you've got the best cause it's your first and last name. Um, I'm I'm not gonna find Michael Gray no matter how hard. Maybe I you try. should go Miguel
1: Gris. Miguel Gris. <laughs> That's his like alter <laughs> See, ego. <there> you go. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> okay, so you start videotaping your workout mm-hmm, and, and you keep putting it out on the internet.
0: Yeah, and I just figured if if somebody sees it, that it might yeah. be going through cancer treatment. I because it was kind of hard to find um, answers to, like to find other people, and nobody there weren't a lot of people on Instagram that had, you know, workouts posted or yeah. so it was like, how much weight can I lift? Do I have to go down and wait? You know,
1: you're leaving a trail. So like yeah. if someone had to go through the same thing, mm-hmm. you or they'd have something to yeah. go by. Yep. And I,
2: I would guess too, that CrossFit coaches are really prepared for a lot of things, but I would, I would imagine there's not a lot who really know, Hey, breast uh, cancer survivor. What do I yeah. do specifically? I mean, that's that. an
1: eyebrow raiser to me. Like as soon as like, I like, you know, Sarah has been like, I would never know. Sure. sure.
0: Well, also at this time, we weren't going to a box. Mm. So we had bought a kit from Rogue for nice. a garage gym. And um, we actually did it for my son, but it ended up being
1: for, <laughs> you for keep, us. You keep saying <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of stuff for, for my kids. You love your kids. <laughs> I do. I love
1: them to death.
0: So we bought a garage gym and um, we actually started street parking right about the same time i was
1: diagnosed with cancer right. um, okay, now you're gonna have
2: to explain that because when you talked about street street okay. parking to me i didn't know what yeah. it was riley
1: did in my neighborhood you're not allowed to park on the street so yeah. <laughs> just overnight yeah right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so street parking is um a programming that uh miranda and julian alcaraz mm-hmm. do um and it's it's basically it's very comparable to a crossfit box but it's like an online CrossFit community.
1: Uh-huh. Um, they have a closed community inside of community, community yeah. inception, community, community, community.
0: They have, a, um, they have a closed Facebook group for all the members. Um, and there's like a, they have it on Instagram and they do the, all the programming. So before we did, we had a garage gym for a little bit before that. And we were doing our own programming. We'd like sit down for like four hours on <laughs> Sunday and we'd program out our week.
1: I've been there too.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Darren found this and he just heard, heard of it somewhere and signed us up for it and we started doing it but um they have all different types of programming um if you have a garage or you have some space in your bedroom and you um want to work out and you have couple dumbbells, you have a duffel bag, you can make it heavy. I yeah. mean you can do workouts. They have workouts you can do with anything. So it's pretty much for it's for everybody. Like, like yeah.
2: windshield
1: washer fluid, that kind of thing? Yeah, right. Sitting <laughs> on a couch <laughs> and standing <laughs> back
0: up. <laughs> yeah. Talking you
1: to you Greg that. Glassman. Yeah. Shout out to Greg if you're listening you doubt it. Okay. <laughs> now
2: do do people come to your garage to do workouts with you or is it more just you and your family
1: doing yeah, it. It's just like um, a program. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, Got it's up. just whoever like we we, have, we have friends that we actually do just had start coming to our garage Nice. <laughs> my husband's been working out with him at home yeah. oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, but we also there's a gym close by that has this big open room and we'll go in there cl- shut the door and we can do the workouts in there That's um, awesome. people always come in because they can hear the weights dropping and they're like looking in there like what is wrong with these people yeah i've been kicked <laughs> out, out plenty of plenty of gym
1: for doing crossfit and non-crossfit yeah, gyms they're super supportive they're yeah. super
0: supportive so yeah.
1: So how did this exercise or like this like street parking and just doing CrossFit or doing exercise, like how did that kind of help? Or like, how did that, what did exercise, what, what was its role?
0: So I made it a point every day that I could to do, to, to work out. Um, there were days I would come home cause I, I worked through the whole cancer through the whole chemotherapy. Um, I I think I took one day off because I had to have a blood transfusion on a Sunday. So I I walked after that for like three days, but I still did something. Um, It was important for me to do something. Um, There were days I would come home and I would fall asleep on the couch and Darren would wake me up and he'd be like, come on, we're going out there. (laughs) He was super supportive and he always knew like he always knew if I needed to sleep or if it was just like get out there and do something. And I always was very thankful after that he was there because he knew
1: that that was another type of medicine that you mm-hmm. needed
2: yeah um I'm sure it was hard for him to have to go wake you up. I mean, I'm sure he yeah. knew how you felt. Yeah. But yeah. It I would
1: have w- shaken Darren's hand a little bit harder <laughs> if I would have known this going in. I know he's got to come back to Fury 911 yeah, next year. Yeah. It's been hard kiss. because
0: he was here. I mean, he was there for me through everything. He went to, he took me to every cancer, every chemotherapy treatment. Um, it was the first time it was every other week and then every week, something like that. But he and it was two hours away. It's quite
1: tough for him to not be here with you now.
0: Oh yeah, because like he he was my coach. He was my nurse. He Mm. was. I mean, he cooked for us. He meal prepped for us. He was a soldier of love. It was amazing. Yeah, and uh, we were talking. Speaking. We were talking the other day about um, all of this and how my cancer diagnosis. And everything that we've been through, he said he felt like it made him, it taught him how to love.
1: Wow. uh,
0: Cause that was one of our, you know, downfalls. Yeah. Um, and I, I just feel like when he said that and I have seen such a huge difference in him, um, if, if this is what I had to go through to teach him that Mm. and to bring us where we are, it was, it was worth it. Yeah. Wow.
1: like me and me and Michael, you can't see this right now if you're listening. to This, but we're just like we're both shaking our heads, like we are just just taken back by this. It, totally. just, it
2: blows me away how people can bounce back from such adversity. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying earlier, we have our problems. We're like, oh, this is a big problem in our lives. But it, it's it, you're almost you almost feel silly having the problems you have when you hear of stories uh, like this. I got a
1: hundred and fifth on a workout in the Granite Games qualifier. <laughs> My life is so hard, and well, then you hear something else, like you're like,
2: Ugh. yeah, I love I love how people can can bounce back and, yeah. and really overcome hard difficult situations yeah. like that
1: so you've been you've been staying like tell us more about kind of the you've been in, you became pretty good friends with julian and miranda obviously
0: um yeah tell so us about
1: that because you met one of my crossfit crushes miranda. In, sorry <laughs> sorry julian
0: <laughs> they live in vancouver which is um four hours away from us and it was right around let's see breast cancer awareness is in month is in october And, um, like I said, they have that online community. So we're all friends on Facebook and Instagram and no big deal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it was breast cancer awareness month and they wanted to do, they wanted to support, um, barbells for boobs. And, um, they had asked me to come and they had a t-shirt made and we were going to do a workout together in their garage. And, um, do the whole barbells for boobs sponsorship thing so we yeah. got to
1: So tell people a little bit about Barbells for Boobs if they don't know what that is.
0: So Barbells for Boobs is a um is a program that supports and empowers breast cancer survivors, breast cancer fighters. Um there's they do a lot of fundraising. There's a lot of people that do fundraising for them, and so they actually sponsored me for the five weeks that I'm here. Mm. Um, they That's
1: helped me find. Yeah. Shout out to Barbells for Boobs, man. That's dope. That is awesome.
0: They're they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, they do amazing things for for breast cancer fighters and survivors. Well, you're gonna need to
1: connect me with somebody over there because I'm like I'm down to help or do I whatever will. we yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure.
0: I was hoping like I I want to do a fundraiser with them for Done. them someday. It from Riley? Yeah, we'll
1: make it happen. Anything you need, we got a big
2: box for you to use. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got lots of, uh, okay. fitness activities. we'll have to plan
0: one of my trips down here and totally. do a fundraiser. We'll rock it out. Yeah. Um, so they have a group, it's called a rad group. Um, and it's, it's a closed group on Facebook of, uh, women fighters and survivors that are, there's women who are currently going through breast cancer and there's women who have gone through the process and, you know, they could have been years past. So it's just a group that we can all support each other um answer questions uh it, we're just there for each other that's um, that's
1: so dope too like i love that yeah like I, I, we were talking about this earlier before we came in and i was almost about to cry talking about this yeah it's like that like creating that community for someone that's going through that like to have anyone that they can reach out to or like just right. have ideas and like not feel alienated or they're the only one going through that like That's so, that's so so awesome. And
0: all of the women are, um, CrossFit athletes or they are beginning their CrossFit journey as a fighter or survivor Mm. and getting into that. Um, so you can ask questions like, for instance, I'm having surgery on Wednesday And I'm going to go on and ask, okay, I'm having the surgery. They're telling me it's four weeks. I can't lift anything over 10 pounds and I'm not really happy about that. (laughs) So I'll go on and be like, okay, have you been through this? Did you really have to wait the four weeks? Um, you know, when I, before I had my mastectomy, it was, I just asked them, you know, what, what did you experience? What do you suggest? And just just, having
1: that community is like, that's like, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to kind of talk about, and we do a lot of wellness Wednesday type stuff. And, uh, we try to talk about like a holistic approach or like wellness approach. Like did when you started going through this journey, like, did your diet change? Like, yes. Did your like sleep patterns change or like, just tell us about like, Kind of like your diet slash like overall wellness.
0: So I think I've always been a healthy person. I have the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done like my kids were raised on little sugar, um, healthy foods, organic, stuff like that. I did a lot of research on food too with cancer and um, obviously sugar feeds cancer. Um, I read like coffee makes your body acidic, which is really bad for cancer, um, I started juicing every day. Um, I did carrot juice for a while and then one of my doctors was like, that's too much sugar. So Mm -hmm. I started just juicing veggies. i tried to do that every single day. I do at night, like a big container of it. And then I would just drink it throughout the day. Um, switched to all organic food. I cut sugar out. I cut red meat out. Um, quit drinking coffee, quit drinking alcohol. That'd be the hard one for me is the coffee. Uh, like I'm a yeah. coffee so I drink green tea okay. and it, it, there wasn't going switching to green tea from coffee there was no like well it was weird because I quit drinking alcohol which I you know we would do Bottle of wine a night, yeah. if not more. That's, that's pretty
1: normal, I guess. And I don't know, I don't drink. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I didn't consider it a lot when I was drinking it. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I quit drinking alcohol, I quit drinking caffeine, all of that, and there were no withdrawals. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't you think of people going through like they're angry or you want it really bad or you know, stuff like that. And so I switched from coffee to green tea. Yeah um i'll do cold brew on the weekends oh when you're feeling crazy i love it cold brew is supposed to be less acidic that's what i read so i was like okay i can do cold brew awesome (laughs) so we would always stop on our way to treatments and get a cold brew and some egg bites
1: heck yeah starbucks shout out
0: yeah i can attest that to the weight i gained (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize
1: well you never stopped exercising and you made better choices with your diet which is like Kind of like is counter, like when people find out this news, like what, like, how do they act upon it? Like you said,
0: yeah. And surprisingly, um, you know, when I found out I had cancer, I saw a nutritionist at the cancer center and even here,
1: here, down the road or like in, in, in,
0: well, in Eugene is where I did it. But here too, they, like I was told don't eat fried food, you know, that'll make you sick and eat vegetables. And that was it. And I was just like, wow. Cause I'm like, I'm all in, like Mm -hmm. I'm changing everything and for them not to like tell me like I already knew, but I'm just thinking about all those other people out there that don't know, um, how, you know, juicing cleanses your body and gives you energy and all of that and switching from regular to organic. I mean, organic is huge in Oregon too. It's not as big here, Yeah, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I was surprised that the amount of information I didn't receive from a cancer center. but You kind
1: of took it upon yourself to do that yeah, research. Cause I right. always have yeah, anyways. That's, that's so. awesome. I mean, like I said earlier, like, and, and, and people want to know this, like leave a trail, like tell people mm-hmm. like, and again, that like you, like everyone might be a little bit different of like what works for them when they're going through this, but right. like the fact that you have these good positive results, you feel good, you're still working out. Like people need to know. So yeah. if there's any, well,
0: and I have to say too, like I went through the entire chemotherapy and surgery, um, with you know you have your compromised immune system Mm -hmm. i never got Sick. like and I went through flu season too and my husband was sick I use essential oils and mm. I love tea tree
1: yeah I love tea tree everybody
0: oil. yeah right. everybody like makes fun of me because I'm always like sure something's wrong with you it's either get get some tea tree oil get some manuka honey get some coconut oil exactly. that's like my thing you can't
1: see this but I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt right now and, and I might be the biggest hippie in the room me and Sarah I think we're like we're becoming best friends over here Michael my,
2: my wife's gotten into essential oils yeah. and I make fun of her call her, call her a voodoo witch yeah. doctor but hey, when works. I get sick I drink whatever she okay. tells. Me. So yeah,
0: well, so when I went, I went all through treatment and I never got sick. Wow. And you know, you have a, there, I told you about the time I had to get a blood transfusion mm-hmm. because my, um, my white blood cells... I, was, I think it was white blood cells, it was red. Anyways, they dropped from, if I was under a seven, you have to have a transfusion. They went from a nine, which was low anyways, to, I think it was a five over a two day period. Mm. So I was sick from that, but I didn't get like the flu and I right. didn't have a flu shot either. So. Yeah, so that's,
1: that just is an attest to what you put into your yeah. body and like mm-hmm. the exercise you were doing, like you were battling this, 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 this thing and you were almost like multiplying it. Like, I almost see like your diet and exercise are like a times two, Mm -hmm. like a video game, like you were helping yourself to help yourself. Right. Which like I've had, I've had family members and I've had friends and that they've gone to something similar, not the same, but similar. And they take this, this news and they like, they don't act upon it. Like they don't take care of themselves. Like, which was probably, I don't know what happened, but like what, how, but some type of, like what got you into this, like some type of craziness. Um, And they, like, they don't change their diet. They don't, like, really change their behaviors when they're trying to go through this. And I'm just, like, blown away sometimes. Right.
0: Yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, and diet's a mindset. Mm. People eat the way they eat, and they think that it's healthy. Mm. They don't realize. I mean, even people don't realize, like, when you're in the grocery store, if you're buying stuff that's processed, to look at the ingredient label. I mean, even when I was here, I went to the store, and I bought... um, natural oatmeal the Ooh, packets it said I,
1: natural though
0: yeah well and i the one time i don't look at the label mm. i get back because i'm in a hotel so i'm buying packets of mm-hmm. oatmeal and the packets of baby food just put in my oatmeal <laughs> that's awesome and um making it work yeah so i'm making it and i'm looking at the label and it has 10 grams of sugar in it mm. and it had sugar added and it's the plain oatmeal i was like wow. are you kidding me
1: yeah. yeah they don't we we just released an episode about like how to shop at a grocery store a couple of, like last week yeah and like the major key and like we've had a wellness Wednesday about it, it's like reading ingredient labels it's like just being aware of what's in your food is huge mm-hmm.
0: yeah I,
1: that's and they'll sneak those sugars in there man don't right. they, well
0: and they change the name they change oh. what the sugar's called so you don't know that whatever it is is sugar
1: yeah <laughs> yes verbatim on this microphone yeah it frustrates me I, oh yeah yeah so yeah, well, I think, and
2: they are they, counting on you reading the front of the box, so they see natural, exactly. yeah.
1: natural. organic, and they
0: put yeah. the happy people on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah, how like happy they cars. are! Like, that's yeah. gonna make me
1: happy. But they're yes. eating oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> they must be so happy. <laughs> I got diabetes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. My <laughs> insulin levels up to the roof, but I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Sarah, we're just blown away by your story. Like, if there anything, like. What has, like, what's your current mind state? Like, so tell us what, what you're going through now and, like, what are your thoughts? Like, let us inside what's going on now.
0: So I finished my radiation treatment yesterday. It was my last one.
1: Yes. High five. I'll give it a high five. There.
2: So
0: technically my treatment is kind of over. Um, I, I do have to, like I said, I'm having surgery on Wednesday. I'm having my ovaries removed because I'm estrogen and progesterone positive cancer, which means the estrogen feeds my cancer. So if I were to get it again, that kind of helps it grow. So having those removed, so I don't have a lot of estrogen in my body. Um, so other than that, and then I'll have to take like some medication for like 10 years to help kind of keep my body so it doesn't let cancer grow. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much,
1: is that a pretty like seamless, like Procedure there, like I don't know how.
0: That yeah, works. um, it's it's in and out the same day. They it's mm-hmm. they're just gonna like go in through little holes in my mm-hmm. stomach and
1: yeah. Remove or- them. Orthoscopic. Yeah okay, yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: Then that's where they said I can't lift anything over ten pounds for four weeks. So we'll see how that goes. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Are you
1: gonna head back home soon?
0: On Friday. Oh, nice. Next, yeah, next Friday. oh yeah! I yeah. didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So well, I'm kind
1: of sad all of a sudden. Now Surgery too. Wednesday, <laughs> then like. Get yeah, here. So yeah, Monday, right.
0: Tuesday is my Tuesday is my last day. I'm gonna be able to work
2: out. Well, dang, you just. I really say. know
1: how to like get me really excited about having a new friend and then just kill my yes. vibe. That's why they have
2: social media, man. True. You I,
1: I was yeah, done. And <laughs> so are you you said you're going to plan a trip back here, right? Yeah, Christian I'll Mark? have to
0: come back for like follow-up visits and Good. stuff like that, so I'm right. definitely coming back here and I'm hoping I brought my son this morning and they did CrossFit at home, so I'm hoping that that Saturday they, class
1: is pretty cool, right? Yeah. A lot of people are getting after it. I loved it. It yeah, was fun. Yeah, this, I, I
0: love working out. I mean, it's just like, yeah. and since I've been here, so I told you I'm four months post um, bilateral mastectomy uh, yesterday. And when I came here, I had just started working out cause you have to take six weeks doing nothing. Right. And towards the end of chemotherapy, you're doing chemotherapy and they're like pumping you full of steroids. The so good kind. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> so those oh. just like, like lucky you. yeah. So towards the end of my chemotherapy, I was eating because they make you super hungry. I was eating so much food and I was getting really weak because they just like make your muscles mush. Mm-hmm. Um I had lost I I couldn't do um I could normally do I was doing handstand push-ups through the whole we had this workout that we would do for my son That's when so he was ass. at boot camp. And you them, tell us the name
2: of that because you told me earlier.
0: My son's workout. Yeah. it was called the butt. <laughs> the, <laughs> the butt. His, his last name is Button, so okay. we, we butt. called it the butt. Wait, yeah.
2: what is it? You're gonna have to give that it. to us. We'll have to do that. Sometime. Yeah. Well, what
1: is it? it to just a, list it off.
0: Um, I'm gonna have to look it up because okay. the um, butt.
1: Why? <laughs> and his last name. His is last button. name is Button. Okay. So that makes um, sense. The butt.
0: Yeah. So he. I'll tell you the kind of story behind that. Um, he joined the Marines when I was. um, well, when he graduated high school and he was going to boot camp the same week that I was starting my second round of chemotherapy. So, worst timing ever. Yeah. So, I was going to be going through chemotherapy the same amount of time I was going to actually finish my last treatment the day he was supposed to that he, that he would graduate. Wow. So, um he made this workout for us to do and um we would do it every Saturday until he graduated kind nice. of in support of him. Hell um so yeah. he could think about it when he's there what he's doing that, you know, where he knows what we're doing and we're working hard and, nice. um, it helped me because it was, it was really hard sometimes to work out. I had to scale it sometimes. And I would always just think about him mm-hmm. and how crappy his day was probably was and yeah. how tired he probably was. And well, he
1: was probably thinking about you. While he yeah, was out it there was, too. We, we
0: were able to write each other. You can't yeah. talk or anything, but so we would write back and forth and I would tell him about how I was doing my workout and he would tell me like what he was doing um, and they were so far apart, but we were like keeping, keeping in touch. And, you know, it was just crazy to hear like his stories of what he was doing on the day that we knew we were doing a workout mm. and, um, I would send him pictures and <laughs> we did his workout with Miranda and Julian wow. when we went to Vancouver. Cause that's it was cool. a Saturday and I was like, I got to do my son's workout. So,
1: wow, that's cool. Yeah. So tell us what is it? What is it, what is it, what is it?
0: Um, six rounds for time. Six squat cleans, six Turkish get-ups, and six handstand push-ups, and you would do six rounds for time.
2: Wow.
1: That's a grinder.
2: when's your last day working out here before you... Tuesday.
1: Nice. Well, we got to make that that happen. We got to make that happen. (laughs) Yes, but...
0: Yes. Or maybe
1: even the button, um, the mini butt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a tough one. Yeah. That sounds um, like a
1: grinder towards the
0: end. Um, I couldn't, it, it, frustrated me so bad. I posted one of my Instagrams was me, my attempts to do the handstand pushups. And I was, I was so frustrated because I, I wanted to do them for him and I was just like getting so weak. And so when I came here, I was just getting back into working out and there were a lot of things I was afraid to do. And I got to do handstand pushups again here. That's awesome! Mm-hmm. I yeah. was, I was afraid to do them. Um, I think Coming here helped me push through a lot of things because when there's so many people there, I'm I'm going to push myself. Oh, I don't yeah. want to scale. I hate scaling.
1: <laughs> well, I hope everyone was nice to you. Oh yeah, yeah. it was
0: it was amazing. Very well, very supportive. That, that makes me happy. As a it, coach. It's hard because, like you said, you you can't look at me. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't no. know that I had uh, surgery. You know, four months ago and.
2: Especially when you're not scaling anything.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Well, she, oh, I scale. Yeah, she's, got, she, she's got those arms on yeah, her I too, know. man. I couldn't tell.
2: I don't know if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, but we have only strong women on here, so yeah. you're just keeping
1: that ball rolling. Well, yeah, there's like a hall of fame of
2: women that we've <laughs> had
1: here. Like the guys are just w- hoping to catch up. Well, I just,
0: I just hope that what I've been through helps somebody else yes. get through. Get well, through like,
1: it. like, like you said, like you never know what anyone's really going through. Like mm-hmm. we talk, we have, we got some like quotes that we kind of gone through and talked about it's like you never know what's going right well that's
0: another thing that's taught me is i hope that i never judged anybody but mm -hmm. going through this it's very um humbling and you know when i'm out there and i'm working out and thinking nobody knows what i'm going through and i will i i don't ever want to look at somebody who Mm -hmm. i think might not be working hard or and think, you know, they can, they can do better. Mm. I, I, cause you never know
1: showing people compassion, even, yeah. even when you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. which is, I think is huge. So yeah. well, Sarah, dude, it's been so awesome to have you here. We appreciate you. Like we're going to make some things happen in the next couple <laughs> of days for you for sure. Um, Sarah, you told us uh, your Instagram handle, is there any other way that people can like kind of be interactive with you if they um, wanted to reach out?
0: I mostly use my Instagram. Okay. Uh, my Instagram's Facebook is jam. private. I post everything. It's my Facebook and my Instagram is the same. So, and any, any, like I have, I have breast cancer, women who have breast cancer who are going through things and they'll message me and ask me questions. And, um,
1: Sarah's open to all questions, I'm open to helping nice. anybody. We usually in these interviews with like a parting word or like a parting wisdom, like some like a quote or something that you kind of stays in your mind when you're going through something tough or like anything that you would want people to know.
0: I don't know. That's tough because I want to say just to, just to have that positive outlook and to believe in yourself and know that you can get through anything. Um, and that's hard because as a person who, who struggled with depression, you hate it when people tell you that just Mm -hmm. be happy. And I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how I did it. It just changed. But if you can be positive and you can know that you have hope because everybody does, um, just do it. (laughs) Mm, That's so
1: awesome. I love it. That was perfect. Well, Sarah, again, thank you. We appreciate your time. It's been so awesome. Okay. Thanks. We're trying to reach more people here on this podcast. So what we need you to do is go down, scroll down, whatever you do, uh, give us a five-star review. Maybe you type something up, leave us a good review. Uh, What we want you to do is reach your grandma, your friend's grandma, your grandma's friends.
2: Uh, I know one thing's true, I don't even really deserve to know you, but I'm a witness that you did this and I'm brand new, so I'm
1: ready to go, and I'ma tell the world what they need to know, a slave to myself but you let me go, I tried getting high but it left me low, you did what they could never do, you cleaned up my soul and gave me life, I'm so brand new, and that's all that matters.